You're listening to the Big Finish podcast, release date the 12th of September 2021. You get odd readings down by the seaside, but I've taken a few myself down on the prom prom prom. Really? And what did you find out? I found out how strange it is when you say it three times, prom prom prom, not to mention tiddly on pom pom. Have you ever heard a brass band going tiddly on pom pom? Mm, no, it's more a sort of... Oompa. Exactly, a sort of oompa oompa in my experience. Full marks. I can see we're going to get along famously. We're on the same wavelength. Hugh, and Benji. I'm Benji Clifford, he's Nick Briggs, and yes. welcome to another packed podcast of oh. audio drama goodness from Big Finish Productions. I'm so happy to hear you say that, Benji. Any minute now, Benji and I will be chatting about our featured releases hot from the BigFinish.com website. Those top flight audio drama productions that are coming your way in the months ahead. Still the same old Davros. Anger issues and a very low patience threshold. Straight after that, we'll be reviewing the latest reviews. This week, it's the fourth Doctor adventure, The Tribulations of Thaddeus Nook. After that, we'll be straight into listeners' emails sent to podcast at bigfinish.com, where, among other things, we have a rather lovely email about Stingray. Uh, Then it'll be time to go behind the scenes with this week's tortured release, Curios, a terrifying tale from the pen of James Goss, featuring Billis Manger. Are you good or evil? Isn't it too late to ask? (sighs) The Randomoid Selectatron will again be with us, offering a genuinely random selection of a random Big Finish release for which we then give you a 25% discount. Oh, happy they that look in loving eyes. And finally, we round things up with a free 15-minute drama tease from the 11th Doctor Chronicles and a story entitled The Day Before They Came. What's emergency protocol one? Duck! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I do love that story, by the way. The day it's before really good. they came. I yeah, like it. Yeah. It sounds very sort of 1950s war, no, alien sort of sci-fi thing, doesn't it? The day yeah, before they came. It's not like that at all. It's a really sort of uh, low-key, uh, rainy, coastal British story about a schoolgirl. And it's really good. And, uh, you know, I, I loved I directed it and I just loved doing it. You wrote anyway, it. Good, good. I do rate it, yes. I mean, I rate all of them in that box set, but that one was my particular favourite, if I'm allowed to say that. Mm. I don't know. Hello? Am I allowed to say that? No, you're not. Okay, fine. Um, The featured releases, if you go to bigfinish.com, you see on the... I'm on there, I'm on there. On the the homepage, there's the the banner that swizzles along, but then underneath it is a thing called featured releases. Uh, First up there is Dalek Universe 3, which is coming out in October 2021. Let's hear the trailer to that. From Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, The Tenth Doctor Adventures, Dalek Universe 3. There's a planet down there. Where did that come from? Doctor, look out! I'm a velon. I'm a velon. I figured... You can graft Mavellan flexors to human extensor tendons. I look younger than I am. Well, so do I, but still. This is pointless, Cayman. Stop. On your knees. On your knees, Doctor. River! Stop. I know that name. And I know exactly what's in this cell. Or rather, who? It's Davros. Look, that Mavellan rocket's at least twice the size of the others. Rumors are true. That's the Mavellan Prime ship. How do my Daleks fare against the Mavellans? You must tell me! Still the same old Davros. Anger issues and a very low patience threshold. Ah. Got it! Uh, We're free! Kemble. Uh, yeah, sorry, I didn't like to say. We've not had the best of luck on this planet. You will infiltrate the first Mavellan's vessel and provide a diversion to enable our attack. These machine people would not leave themselves vulnerable to so simple a tool. Oh, you never know. I've upgraded. A lot. You are the doctor. Are you the boss? I am the Kemble faction analyst. Through the vent, up to the main power chamber, sabotage it and pfft, ship full of Mavellans doing the deactivation disco. It's a sound enough plan. Pity you're giving it to the Daleks. I saw my world, my people, destroyed. That is still nothing. What has happened in the years that have passed for you? Never you mind. 
What are you throwing at me now? Big finish. We love stories. Uh, do you know? Do you know much about uh, Dalek Universe? I know that it's got the fantastic Jane Slavin in, of obviously alongside yes. uh, David Tennant as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've not had a chance to listen to it. I have to say, there's so many things I try to listen to, but then I find that I'm too busy working on things to always listen to stuff. But it's got some fantastic people. You know, you've got a double whammy in there from Matt Fitton uh, and a Lizzie Hopley as well opening it up. So it's just, you know, what a solid Great writing team yeah. behind that one. It's one of those projects that kind of came about because of, uh, well, lockdown made it possible, I think. You know, we always had it in mind to work with David Tennant again, but because he was more available because of lockdown, he was only too pleased to come on. He did some River Song stuff with us and this Dalek Empire thing, which, sorry, Dalek Universe, sorry, conflating my Dalek series, uh, which uh, uh, David Richardson and John Dorney and Matt Fitton came up with. Um, uh, really... Uh, incredible really and i just love the cover of this one with the uh, river song on the front and she's got a mervellan wig on what the <laughs> dun, dun, dun. clash of clash of eras i love it as well if you go on to the um the dalek universe 3 page and scroll down you can go to a backstage section and you can see bear in mind as well that this would have been fairly early on in the kind of lockdown recording time you can see everybody's little recording setups at home so really yes. what a what a strange sort of sign of the times you know a little time capsule into the very early days yes i remember uh, alex's setup there with the the bull the picture of the bull which uh, i won't i won't make any more anatomical references but <laughs> i just remember she kept saying i'm looking at a bull's anyway uh, <laughs> Uh, Terry Malloy there looks like he's gone full sort of uh, aging rock star, doesn't he? Really, he does. He's, I, was, I was thinking. I think you know, fair play. He looks. He looks like a cool cat. He is a cool he, cat, quite frankly. A thoroughly lovely man. Yes, he um, is. they're all lovely to be honest. Everybody. And that, there is I think I'd like to dominate. Jom- I don't dominate. know what me. I'd like to uh, nominate Jane Slavin as the uh, the coolest uh, photo subject there. I think she looks absolutely lovely. It's wicked. She certainly does. And she is absolutely lovely. It's not just an illusion. It actually is not one uh, of the coolest also cats. In the featured releases, uh, Missy Series 3, Missy and the Monk, which actually we'll be covering in the podcast next week. That's coming out later in September. Um, obviously. Uh, let's hear the trailer. Hey, I- I'm not dead. I'm just a brain in a jar, that's all. Well, that's not so much a jar. It's it's more of a handbag. From Big Finish Productions, Missy, Series 3. What have you just stuck to my brain? Bulldog clips. Come on, room, room. Uh, that other, that woman, she... At the, At the end, end of the day, day we, we all need a little regeneration. Because, because life's, life's too short. short. Regeneration. regeneration. A Richard, Richard Temple, Temple product. Richard Morris Temple, born the 2nd of February, 1957, died... Well, that's up to you. You're threatening me! Mm, smidge. So, the Borgias, remind me? Honestly, how bad is your history? Why are we on this planet? To stop this war? The Calvor will prevail against the Vat. We always do. Well, this is marvellous. He's coming. He is a war seed. Uh, what do I call you? Hmm. The meddling nun? How can we be in the same place, huh? Are there laws against it? Why would that bother you? You're literally a time meddler. Paradoxes like this are what gets us up in the morning. Big finish. We love stories. And how did you get my brain out of my body? Telebiogenesis. Tele... Rude. I mean, quite frankly, if you put Michelle Gomez and Rufus Hound together, it's just it's it's just going to be good, isn't it? There's no, you know, it's it's like sometimes you can put it's like you know, adding you know tea bags, tea and milk, or coffee and sugar. I don't know. They're just things that are like nice, and you think to yourself, oh yeah, that'll work. That's going to be fine. Uh, I've never directed Michelle for Big Finish. Uh, but I, I, you know, uh, work with her on the TV series, and she's such a hoot, and and just so brilliant. 
Um, well, you know, you know I, I've I've never been in in session with her, but as a sound designer, you you get the joy of being able to hear people's recordings and stuff, and and hers in particular because she records them a lot of the time. She does things remote, you know, from a studio wherever she is because she's in the states and and does a lot of stuff there. But the absolute fun of just hearing her quite frankly bonkers takes are just wonderful she would just <laughs> she would just be like no i'm gonna do it this way and then just goes, goes in some bananas but it's great you know you find that the job takes longer because you're enjoying it too much <laughs> <laughs> and rufus is amazing isn't he Lovely just, man. I'm, a, yeah. I'm a huge fan of his and i and i, I love his work I think uh, when I first worked with him on a third Doctor adventure, I did a little interview with him, and um, I sort of did a sort of praise of my appreciation of him, and he just <laughs> said, "Well, oh, thank you very much. That's brilliant. I'm, that's that's lovely." Uh, you know, it was a bit uh, fawning. Anyway, uh, the uh, the the last of the three featured releases is uh, uh, the War Doctor. The War Doctor begins. Warbringer. Uh, starring the wonderful Jonathan Carley, who we interviewed ages ago now. Uh, lovely uh, the guy. details, lovely guy, and what a brilliant um, War Doctor performance he does, really evoking the vocal tones of the, the late, great, much missed Sir John Hurt. Huge, quite frankly, terrifying shoes to step into, really. Yeah. You know, I, I think from perspective of you know, any actor, say, would you, would you like to do, you know, step into John Hurt's shoes? The first thing you'd say, I'd love to step into his shoes, but then the absolute fear of being like, I have to step in John Hurt's shoes yeah, yeah. is just terrifying. And fair play to, to Jonathan Carley. He absolutely knocks it out of the park and does a fantastic job. He does. He does. It's amazing. Uh, it's a, you know, and, and the brilliant uh, directing that Louise Jameson has done as well with him really worked uh, in depth on character and it's just yeah no uh, clip or any kind of audio from that at the moment so we'll just have to leave you to imagine that a very few details about it's out in December so way off but so look at that consequences by Timothy X Atak yeah destroyer by Andrew Smith and savior by Jonathan Morris um, it, Timothy X Atak. I've worked on one of his scripts quite a few years ago for a fourth Doctor adventure that will be coming out next year called Blood of the Time Lords, which is really a really special piece of work. He's he's a great writer. Yeah. Fantastic. We're so lucky. We're so lucky, aren't we? We're so we lucky. are. We are. Yeah. That's our featured releases at bigfinish.com which we'll be doing uh, every now and again it's not a weekly feature because the the featured releases don't uh, refresh uh, you know that often but we will uh, possibly next week be talking about our latest releases the ones that are, are just out just to have a look at what's going on on the website and let you know well time now for us to look at our latest reviews <laughs> And this week, as promised, it's the fourth Doctor adventure, The Tribulations of Thaddeus Nook. From Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, The Fourth Doctor Adventures, The Tribulations of Thaddeus Nook. Whoa! Oh, what was that? Another TARDIS? Another TARDIS. She could almost hit us. Who are you? I could ask you the same question. Mr. Nook, is that you? This is Normandy. In the 1940s, the world is at war. France is occupied by Nazi Germany. Stand Stand your hands your hands above your head. Oh, hello. How excitingly, period. I'm going to ask some questions. If you fail to answer, the next to speak with you will be the Gestapo. This is not good. If he tells the Nazis about D-Day, it'll be disastrous for Earth's history. Who's that? That's the crowds lining the streets. <laughs> He's coming. Who is coming? Oh, I. These readings indicate massive fractures in the timelines. The time has unraveled that established history is no more. What is this? An act of violence on Triumph Day. Violence? I barely touched you. You're going nowhere. Something on this time tour is going to cause time to be irrevocably fractured. Oh. Causally linked to Thaddeus Nook's wretched time machine. Oh, 
spot. Oh, well done, Thaddeus, me old fella. It sounds like this time machine is dangerous. It is in the hands of an amateur like Nook. It will last long enough to get us where we're going. I expect he finishes up in the wrong place and time more often than not. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Nothing. Oh. Big finish. We love stories. Just go to bigfinish.com and type in Nook, N-O-O-K, into the search pane at the top and find yourself making some irresponsible time travel decisions. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Well, first up, uh, David Hogan, who made a very uh, irresponsible time travel decision, went back and stole the Mona Lisa. Uh, Don't think we don't know, David. David. We we do. Uh, But uh, fortunately... (laughs) While stealing the Mona Lisa, David did uh, take the time to actually review this release. Oh, well you can done. find David Hogan at HoganReviews.co.uk. Uh, the Tribulations of Thaddeus Nook is a surprisingly fun story, despite the title. Uh, it darts around <laughs> time and locations and creates several fun characters that you come to either love or find funny in their cheesy cartoon villainy. Highly recommended. And I think that's five stars there. Could be could be somebody he could maybe he dropped the Mona Lisa thing. Oh um, we'll never know, but it certainly looks like five stars to me. What's wrong with the title? Interesting, isn't it? How people it's it said it should be called uh, The Wacky despite... Adventures of Thaddeus Nook. There we go. <laughs> but it's just an interesting one. I love that title. Um uh, I remember though that you know uh, David Richardson before he joined Big Finish he really hated the title Horror of Glam Rock which I just fell in love with that title I loved it um, I'm talking about the title I'm, uh, he loved the story but it was just the title he didn't great like. music in that one isn't there oh yeah very yeah, jealous very jealous I, I didn't get to do that one but oh god yeah that was, there's that version of the Doctor Who theme that sounds like the sweet playing it from 1973 <laughs> yeah 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 uh, anyway, uh, IndieMacUs.co.uk, Michael Golanevsky says, Tribulations of Thaddeus Nook continues the 10th series of Fourth Doctor Adventures on another strong note with a narrative that's full of entertaining time shenanigans and a strong vibe that's reminiscent of many classic adventures surrounding time travel. The performances from Tom Baker and Louise Jameson continue to be stellar and Brendan Murphy's Thaddeus Nook proves to be an enjoyable and very likeable focus from which to hang the narrative. It's another great story full of heart in a series that's proving to be one of the fourth Doctor's best. Eight out of ten. Thank you, Michael. Can't say fairer than that. Well, SciFiBulletin.com Paul Simpson says, Brendan Murphy gives a great performance as the time-travelling Nook, who has rather <laughs> more in common with the Doctor than the latter might like to admit. Very true. With Laura Riseborough matching him as Nook's love, Jess, Kieran Bew's Drek arrives moderately late in the story but yeah. makes an immediate impression. And yes. the other guest cast are equally strong. Nicholas Briggs' direction maintains a rapid pace yes, and yes, Jamie yes. Robertson's score changes mode to fit the type of drama being told. A nicely twisting tale, 8 out of 10. Lovely. I love those compliments to uh, myself and uh, Jamie Robertson. It's sort of just commending us on actually just doing the job. I Imagine if <laughs> Jamie Robertson just wrote music that didn't take any notice <laughs> of the drama and just carried on, you know, like test card music or something. He's dead. Jamie Robertson wasn't a complete imbecile. You know, it's kind of... He's Nicholas Briggs turned up to the performance and got it done in time. I mean, had something is not, you know. Quite quickly, yeah. The Digitalfix.com, Baz Greenland. Uh, Tom Baker is a is as superb as ever, with phrases like "I'll be there in a pig's whisper" dripping off the tongue, thanks to wonderfully witty script from Smith. I can tell you now that That's Tom, Tom made That's that. that Tom made that up. That was not 100%. by Andrew Smith. Yeah, I remember him saying it. Uh, Louise Jameson. I think I should say pig's whisper here. Like, yeah, wh- whatever, Tom. Uh, Louise Jameson continues to make Leela a far more confident character that drives the story rather than reacting to it, as all the best companions did. Brendan Murphy's Nook is a delight. It's, it, it's really interesting that everyone's picking up on Brendan's performance because he has a very um, uh, idiosyncratic voice. You know, No one else has quite got a voice like Brendan Murphy's. It's fa- and, it, and it, it's just perfect. It, it's just perfect what he's doing. It's lovely. Uh, the Tribulations of Thaddeus Nook is a joy to listen to from beginning to end. Or you could do it the other way, since it's time travel. <laughs> uh, See what's in there. 
I give that review 10 out of 10. We've all done it before. Have you done it before? And you'd listen to a Big Finish release, like if you've got it on the computer and you've accidentally got Shuffle on and you sit there thinking, what on earth's going on here? And then you realise that you're the one that did that. Yeah, well, I feel I must mention for the umpteenth time the fact that when I wrote Creatures of Beauty... Have you ever heard Creatures of Beauty? Yes, it, ages and deliberately ages ago. all in the wrong order. And, and one person sent their CD back and said there's something wrong with it. It's playing in the wrong order. <laughs> I love that. They're like, oh, I succeeded. <laughs> well, we succeeded anyway. We, uh, yes. we, we have uh, done the reviews for this week yes, or next yes, time yes. when we take a look at the fourth Doctor Adventures, The yes. Primeval Design by Helen Goldwyn. And once again, of course, starring Tom Baker ah. in A Pig's Whisper. <laughs> well, coming up soon in A Pig's Whisper, it'll be listeners' emails. But first, we go behind the pig whispering scenes of <laughs> Torchwood Curios. A Billy's Major. Welcome to Torchwood. To Torchwood. <laughs> I'm Rosie Baker playing Jill Anderson. There's no need for your lamp or to talk to yourself. Can you describe your characters, uh, Murray, first, please? If you'd have asked me yesterday, I could have described my characters. But having done Curios, um, he's changed so much. I don't know where I am. He's actually talking to human beings and being nice to them. That's not usually... And Rosie, would you say that Jill is a um, a wilting wallflower? Oh no, <laughs> she may appear to be on the surface, but I I think she's a pretty feisty young wren. I think she's been through a lot clearly, and it's toughened her up. And I, I love the sort of journey of her pushing the boundaries and challenging what is sort of metaphorically and literally. Um, all the things she sort of faces in this story. It's, it's, she's a really cool character. I've really enjoyed this story. This is all magnificent. Oh, that's very kind of you. Thank you. How nice. One of the things I like about it is that um, it's quite nice to see Billis making something that almost looks like a friendship. There's something there, in between you and me. I don't think there is. Well, I know. That comes, that comes as a great shock to me, I'm here to tell you. Are you good or evil? Isn't it too late to ask? In my experience, the nastiest people have some good in them. And vice versa. Indeed. He is amoral. Oh, yes. Yes. Can I ask you both a question about preparation? Murray, do you really leave notes at the top of each scene according to the Stanislavski technique? Yes. Can you describe it for us, please? It is how a man is defined. Well, it's, it's finding what your objective is. I mean, if we were doing a play, Rosie and I would be, well, we would be doing units and objectives. But the way you've written it, it's in, it's units. It's just finding what is the purpose of this scene. And so that's your objective. What are you working toward? And even though that's very difficult to do on your own, I still do it um, to the best of my ability. And, and so I give myself those headlines uh, uh, to give me a, a reason for what I say. And Rosie, do you use a... Um, are you an overall noter or do you just mark up individual speeches where you think, oh, I've got to remember that bit? When I look through a script, I gen- well, firstly, I have to read it about ten times because I always miss something and I'll have to read it out loud with someone as well before doing it. I have to because I know I'll miss bits. Um, and then I tend to sort of underline things that I think are sort of that inform something quite important about the character or with speech and thing I guess you you split it up which is kind of the same thing I mean there's different methods of doing all these things aren't they and people have their ways but I think I sort of I have words that help me uh, break up big speeches sort of, sort of actions I guess um, but yeah we definitely always I mean I'm sort of sort of fresh out of drum school if you take away the past year there was nothing um but yeah and that's what we did with with plays we did the same thing we sort of break it break it down to for each each moment i guess so very similar similar technique really and i love that it really helps it really helps you sort of understand the levels 
in a, a scene. Scott, what method do you use of preparing a script, or do you just make a spreadsheet and then work from that? Oh, James, you've seen my notes. They're forensically marked up, just so that I can listen to actors and go, yep, they've hit that, they've hit this. Um, and also, I, I, I think, you know, doing a headline at the top of each scene is brilliant, because so often, I mean, we haven't with this one, but so often we end up recording out of order that you need those sort of shorthands so that if someone suddenly goes, right, we're recording scene 32, uh, you don't spend too long trying to go, okay, mentally, where am I coming from? No, the, head, the, 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 the thing to label a scene is such a good idea because when you're going through them, you say this scene and you kind of go into, you go, oh, yeah, but which bit is this? And you kind of, it, it would definitely, I'm going to do that. Next one, <laughs> next one, I'm going to do that. <laughs> Particularly when you're there going... I've just, I'm just fleeing from a monster and you immediately need to get that energy. James, you'll be pleased to know that usually, having finished, I leave my scripts. But today, because neither you or Scott are here, I'm taking it home. Now, what will I do with it at home? I'll tell you. Um, it, you know my, my archive of the Theatre Royal has gone into the British Library. And with that, there are boxes of my personal archive. Uh, and so this will go into my personal archive for people... Is this script going to end up in the British Library? Yes. <laughs> and, so, and so those people studying Joan Littlewood and Stanislavski <laughs> will see my headlines. Just go to bigfinish.com and type in curios, C-U-R-I-O-S, to find utterly terrifying <laughs> it's, yes, it's, yes, it's yes, very yes. badly written to be too utterly terrify yourself remove the word find to find utterly terrify yourself as it says in the script there so nick spill us the beans come on man spill it what time is it now it's listeners emails that's right so simple no strings attached. Just send them in at podcast at bigfinish.com. I got Do a lovely uh, real, real post this morning. Uh, I ordered a, um, a record. It came from Turkey. And oh. it arrived and they'd sent me a little... They'd added a little 1970s postcard in there as a little treat. Isn't that nice? Nice. Very yeah, nice. Thought, you know, we, obviously you can't do that in an email. You could send a picture of a... 1970s postcard, but you can actually send one, you see. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um, we've got one here from Carl. Uh, Carl Scutt, who's a, a chum of ours, isn't he, Nick? Um, uh. Uh, my not-so-biased ears. Uh, good evening, gents. That's the email. Well, brilliant there. <laughs> says, uh, I'm not a fan of change. I hadn't really realised this was from Carl Scutt. There we actually. go, you see. Oh, lovely Carl. Uh, I'm not a fan of change when it comes to childhood shows, so when Stingray Operation Icecap was released, I surprised myself by buying it cold, as it were, as opposed to warm. You know, it would melt, actually. Yeah, uh, that, and yeah. there it sat on my Big Finish app, being ignored because I knew the voices portraying Troy and my favourite sidekick of all time, Phones, wow. wouldn't be that of my childhood and not-so-childhood years. Then, one morning at stupid o'clock, <laughs> I was driving through the darkened streets on my way to work, and I heard a sample on the Big Finish podcast. It's the August the 22nd podcast. Ah, okay. um, next thing I know, I had chills running through my body, so I turned the car heater up, but the chills, but the chills were still there. Hearing Mark Silk and Wayne Forrester faithfully recreate Troy and Phones assuaged my fears and bias. I uh, duly ploughed through Ice Cap, uh, thoroughly enjoying it and leaving me a changed man. And as I said at the beginning of this email, I am not a fan of change. Or maybe I am. There's a little winky face there. Carl, there we go. Lovely. Uh, do check out Stingray Operation Ice Cap. It's a cool release. It's really cool. Got such a little retro throwback. I love it. Next up. Uh, this is from Daniel Hughes, BBC News. No, I just just rhymes. Um, <laughs> big finish day. Oh, he says, hello, Nick and Benji. Was hoping you can both jog my memory or correct me if I've misremembered. I seem to remember Got some it. time ago uh, that uh, was an announcement for plans for a second virtual big finish day and was hoping if you could shed light on this or tell me to buck up and sort my memory out. Kind regards or king regards, however you choose. <laughs> Oh Daniel, um, uh, well, 
you're absolutely right. There was, uh, there are plans for a virtual Big Finish Day. There's also uh, an actual sort of in the flesh Big Finish Day that uh, is still sold out, uh, and we're just waiting to sort out a date. Hopefully, uh, early next year. But as you can imagine, there are all sorts of things to take into account for this. And as a build-up to that, hopefully, we'll do a virtual Big Finish Day as well. But uh, no plans ready to announce yet. But it, we are thinking about it. And so sorry for the, well. Uh, Covid-induced delay, I suppose we could say, pandemic-induced delay on this. Couldn't have said it better myself. Well, we've got one more here from Drew, uh, who says, Hi, Big Finish. Just to say that I have been absolutely overjoyed at the wealth and quality uh, of all the content released in 2021. Perhaps the biggest surprise for me is the Dalek Universe series. Boo! Although I love David Tennant, I'm admittedly not overly fond of some of the Tenth Doctor era, for certain reasons I don't wish to impose on this message. Okay, I'm fair, I'm just fair dues, fair dues. Uh, however, Dalek no. Universe has changed my mind in quite a significant manner and brought me some new love for this incarnation of the Doctor. Oh. To close out this email, I'd like to ask if Big Finish would explore bringing Brigadier Winifred Bambera back into the Hooniverse on audio. A lot of Bambera love out there, actually, especially mm. on Twitter. I notice mm. it, I see it. Uh, Angela Bruce is a magnificent actor and I loved hearing her again in The Lost Stories Animal. Mm. I am ravenous for more content with Bambera. Seems like an untapped vein of potential stories just waiting to be mined. What say you? Kind regards, Drew. Well, we wouldn't be big finish if we, if we hadn't been thinking of things like that ourselves. I'll say no more at the moment, but... Uh... Absolutely, Drew. What a what a fantastic idea. <laughs> uh, that is it for this week for the email walls. Uh, I don't know why I have to say it like that. It's you just, just do it. it's the law. I just can't. It is the law. You're right. Uh, more next time. Just a reminder that we'll be drama teasing you with The Eleventh Doctor Chronicles The Day Before They Came by Daniel Blythe and starring Jacob Dudman at the end of this podcast. But first, it's... The Randomoid Selectatron, where we give you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release. What we got? We're in. It's Bram Stoker. Dracula. 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 I was about to say this is a relatively new release, but it's not. It was released in 2016. It just goes to show time flies so quickly in the big finish sphere. But yeah. um, you're in. You're onto a winner here straight away. You've got Mark Gatiss in this one, Dear G. Mullins, and it's adapted by Jonathan Barnes, who does our Sherlock Holmes stuff and is just fantastic. Just gets gets this stuff so well. Uh, it's a hoot, this release. I, I highly recommend it already. Yeah, also features uh, Katie Manning. And as, oh. as you mentioned, Deirdre Mullins is an amazing actor. Anyway, here's the trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Dracula. One thing alone we lack. Our souls indeed have fiercer hunger than the body's need. Oh, happy they that look in loving eyes. The harsh world round them fades. The master's voice in sweetest music bids their souls rejoice and wakes an echo there that never dies. Big Finish. We love stories. Great stuff. Lovely bit of artwork there. I think that's from Stuart Manning, isn't it? Very, of course very, it is, yes. Very Stuart talented Manning, man. Fantastic man. Lovely yeah. guy. Huge and Wurzel fan as well. Always a pleasure to see Wurzel fans out there. Well, you see, you can't go wrong with that, can you? Brilliant. Well, um, there you are. That You get 25% off, and Benji's going to tell you how to do that. Um, get that, I would say. Uh, while I email... Get that. Uh, Jackie to make sure uh, she puts the offer live which she always does so brilliantly uh, off you go Benji well all you have to do is go to bigfinish.com you can find details of the podcast on the home page or you can click the podcast tab to find it there or you can click the audiobooks and find it in the Big Finish podcast range 
Once you've done that, select this week's podcast and click Read More. You can see that it says the Randomoid Selectatron also features offering you a 25% reduction on the selected release. Just click here and enter the code BUCKUP, that's B-U-C-K-U-P. Uh, so all you indeed have to do is click that, enter the code BUCKUP, all capitals, no spaces, no complications, no parties in this nation, uh, no yogurts. Uh, none of that, just buck up and you'll get your 25% discount. As I always say, fantastic way to fill those gaps in the collection. Uh, it's just, mm-hmm. sometimes you just you need a little bit that. of a, you know, you just need a little bit of 25% off. You just think, it's just enough. That's done it. That's done it now. That and a podcast tease could tip the balance, couldn't they? Just yeah. enough. Yeah, that's it. It's, you know, game-changing material. Thanks, Ran. Uh, next week's podcast is entitled Missy Monk. Because we'll be going behind the scenes of the latest Missy box set, as mentioned earlier, uh, starring Michelle Gomez, of course, in which the meddling monk, as played by Rufus Hound, appears, along with a few shocks and surprises. Uh, We'll also be drama-teasing you with James Goss's first episode from this box set, Body and Soulless. (laughs) With an owl in it. With an owl in it. (laughs) In the meantime, thanks for listening to this Big Finish production. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. We'll be back next week, same time, same place, same bad channel. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 I'm to say goodbye in the style of the Batman narration. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. It's Batman. What, what will, will they do next? <laughs> will Robin become an egg? Find out next time. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Time now for Doctor Who, The Day Before They Came, by Daniel Blythe. Day 187, log entry 6. Bayview in 1986 continues to be a bleak place at the edge of the universe. Notable events. Miss Barnes attempted to tell me that I was not paying attention during history. Lunch? Shepherd's pie. Quality? Poor. Weather? Cold, easterly wind, intermittent showers. Extraterrestrial indicators? None. Possible sighting at 0821 hours turned out to be an aeroplane. Observation continues. Prognosis? Low progress. What is it, Lee? You were staring at me all through double French. I just... wondered if you were busy tonight. Or, you know, any night. I'm washing my hair. What? Every night? Yes, Lee. Every night for the rest of my life. Get used to it. Oh, go away, loser! Oh, not you, Lee. Sorry. Don't listen to them. I don't think you're a weirdo. Really. Even with that suitcase of yours with all the junk in complex scientific equipment not junk all right that i still don't think you're a weirdo thanks for the vote of confidence i'm not doing this very well don't worry it's not your fault are you down the cafe at all later on or the arcade lee my head is full of trigonometry and other useless stuff and I'm going for a walk along the seafront. I may or may not bump into you later. If not, have a great weekend and I'll see you in geography first thing on Monday, okay? I... I don't take geography. I dropped it in third year. That was clumsy. You should have planned ahead. Oh, I've got tickets for Echo and the Bunnymen. Bye, Lee.
Okay, positioning. There was this I should do. What is that noise? <laughs> Must be going mad. I swear that police thingy wasn't there yesterday. Right, astral dampers, check. Internal vector scanner, check. Catadioptic telescope, check. Oh, that's all very interesting. Huh? Who are you? Where did you spring from? Good questions. Always good to start with questions, even if you don't get them in the right order. Isn't the sea air pleasant at this time of year? It's rich in ozone. In fact, it's dimethyl sulphide, but it won't kill you. At least, I don't think so. I've never tried it in large quantities, so I can't really say. The... Sorry, who... Are... may irritate your eyes and mucous membranes, but I'm told it's lovely in black truffles. Is that a personal stereo? What? There, in your suitcase. No. It's a sub-ether pulse translator. Did you come out of that beach hut saying police on it? Looks like a personal stereo to me. 1986 model, fairly new, containing... Ah, a copy of Ocean Rain by Echo and the Bunnymen. Played approximately 54 times. You must really like that album. Did you just work that out by sniffing it? A bit more complex than that. I sneaked to look at the stretching of the tape and its relative looseness, plus the heat and wear markings on the... Oh, all right, I guessed. Clever you. Ooh, a mixtape. I like mixtapes. Yazoo, the Smiths. Black Lace? Really? I quite like Agadoo, actually. I find it restful. That's puzzling, but not quite as puzzling as why you've got a sub-ether pulse translator disguised as a Walkman. And more to the point, how? In 1986. I plan ahead? Yes, you know, I've been keeping an eye on you, just to make sure you were doing it all right. Stalker? Professional interest. You get odd readings down by the seaside, but I've taken a few myself down on the prom, prom, prom. Really? And what did you find out? I found out how strange it is when you say it three times, prom, prom, prom. Not to mention tiddly on pom, pom. Have you ever heard a brass band going tiddly on pom, pom? No. It's more a sort of oompa. Exactly. A sort of oompa, oompa in my experience. Full marks. I can see we're going to get along famously. We're on the same wavelength. You're not actually from around here, are you, Kayla Worthington? How did you know my name? Shall we go and have a cup of tea? I think we've got things to talk about. What was that? I didn't hear anything. Yes, you did. Whoever you are, you're a really rubbish liar. Here, you can carry this for me. Two teas, and you're buying! log, entry 7. Weather, colder, rain has abated for now. Continued interference from the one called Lee. It is becoming something of a problem. However, possible development in the meeting of a man calling himself the Doctor. Hi folks, coming out of the rain. Special offer, two tea cakes for 20p or just 10p each. <laughs> oh, never gets old. What would you like? Good or bad year? What? 1986, isn't it? November? Good or bad year? United Nations Year of Peace, let's see how that works out long term. And Sandra Kim won Eurovision for Belgium with Jaime Lavie. Can I get you anything, Kayla? Or are you just coming here to talk cobblers and plonk that blooming suitcase down on my table again? What's you keeping there, anyway? Never you mind. Hello. Sorry. Yes, just call me the doctor. Two teas, please. I'm new here. Thought you was. Don't get many tourists this time of year. Fun Palace is shut till next March, you know. <laughs> Our cage is open, if you want to waste some pennies. Here's what this lot do. Not me. No, maybe not you, love, but their mothers. Can't stay out of the place. Waste a dosh, if you ask me. Oi, what's that thing? It's a compact disc checker. No, that's really rubbish. Who'd have one of those? It's a digital videotape cleaner. See? He's a bad liar, Ray. It, it's a sort of sonic device, I reckon. You check readings and stuff with it. Right, Doctor? I may do. Is he your new boyfriend? Oh, please, Raymondo. He's some bloke I got chatting to down on the beach. Says he's been keeping an eye on me. Have you noticed anything odd around here? It's winter on the coast, mate. Everything's odd. Where do you want to start? More odd than usual? You mean apart from this one here? I'm not odd. Down that beach all the time after school, she is. Sometimes early doors. You can see her out that window here. Sets up some sort of radar dish thing. It's not radar. Told her she won't get no satellite telly down there. And a telescope. And the other gubbins. All them wires. 
Is this for school, love? <sighs> yes, it's all for my physics O-level. Thought so. How long have you been in Bayview, Kayla? Not long. I travel around. Me too. Good. Sometimes with friends, sometimes on my own. I'm on my own at the moment for a bit. lot going on. A bit complicated. Oh, I see. You're one of them end-of-the-peer types, ain't you? The Doctor. Great stage name. And a bow tie fella. <laughs> nice touch. I don't think he's What's a... your thing? Magic? Comedy? Old-time singing? Occasionally all three. Little tip. It's out of season. Come back in March when it's a bit warmer. We get a few coming through then. I wonder if it knew. The time of year, human population of the air at its lowest. Less chance of being spotted. I wonder. What was that? Out the back there? Oh, excuse me. They meant to be fixing them pipes. Thursday, they said. Which Thursday, I ask? <laughs> be specific. Good. Always be specific, Raymondo. Is your kitchen back through there? Well, yeah, yeah, it is, but you can't just... Kayla, with me. Gotcha. Ray, thanks for the tea. Stay right there. You didn't drink it. Do you hear that? That's not the plumbing. I'd be seriously worried if that was the plumbing. Exactly. I was right about that thing, wasn't I? Sonic device, lots of different settings. Yes. All right, do you have a problem with my sonic screwdriver? No, no, not at all. Good, because... I think it's coming from the sink. You know what, Kayla? I think it's coming from the sink. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. Move forward, but very slowly, and stay behind me. Okay. You're actually doing as you're told. That's amazing. Blimey, I wish they all did that. They all? Who, who are they all? Complicated and would involve diagrams. I'm not that keen. That's a lot of foam for one sink. And it's blue. Glowing blue. Somehow I don't think that's Ray's washing up liquid in action. Hello? Hello? Talking to our friend. Oh. Do you speak foam or foamoid, whatever it is? I speak everything. All right, my Delphon's a bit rusty, that's all in the eyebrows, and I did once get locked up in France after an accident with a verb ending, but that wasn't my fault, the TARDIS telepathic circuits were having an off day. What exactly are we trying to talk to here? Amorphous invertebrate entity, I imagine. A sort of spongy form. Highly intelligent, possibly lost on its way to somewhere. Probably either scared or hostile. Which is better, scared or hostile? Neither is good. Right, makes sense. It'll have been living inside the drainage system, occasionally poking its head above ground, getting a good look around at the fixtures and fittings, or possibly the locals. I uh, wouldn't go any closer, Doctor. It looks really cross. Well, then I need to find out what it's cross about. Everything wants something. It may just want to say hello. Doctor, foam doesn't normally have... Tentacles. I know. Look out! Oh, well... Hello there. Are you lost at all? Is there anything we can do to help? I can't believe this. I know. It, isn't it fascinating? Oh, Doctor, I think it's going somewhere. It's, it's getting smaller. Oh, come back. This was such a promising conversation. Oh, well, that was unexpected. Have you two finished in here? Only i got things to do, like... I think the Doctor may have sorted your plumbing out. Did I? Oh, yes, yes, I did. Oh, great. Man of many talents, eh, Doctor? I get it, don't worry. All part of the act, innit? The act? Man of mystery. Sings, dances and fixes your plumbing. <laughs> I like it. I think you'll go down well. Is he being sarcastic? Oh, don't ask me. I'm no good at that either. Right, let's be off then. Follow me, Kayla. Bring the case. See you later, eh? Yeah, cheerio. I'll uh, let you know if I hear about any bookings. Day 187 log, entry 8. The Doctor and I have discovered a potential extraterrestrial life form lurking in the drainage system of Bayview. We are now working together to intercept the creature and determine its motives. Weather. Intermittently showery. Light. Fading fast. Observation continues. Prognosis? Interesting. Right. Ten metres from the sea should do it. Get that case open up, Kayla. Let's have a look at that equipment of yours. I'm not sure I'm happy with you doing that. Oh, come on. Surely we trust each other? No, not really. You're just some 
random bloke with an odd interest in plumbing and the Eurovision Song Contest. You saw that foamy blue thing in the kitchen sink and yet you didn't seem surprised. I wonder why. Open the case. I've got strong nerves, that's all. I don't scare easily. I believe you. I could always tell the authorities how interesting you are. I could tell UNIT. They'd love to know. I'll tell you what. I'll just open the case, shall I? Wise decision. Look, it's just junk. Just bits and bobs my granddad left me. Very interesting junk, if you ask me. Enhanced portable radar. Hmm, what's in this tin? Just oddments I've picked up. Sand samples, pebbles, seaweed, stuff from the arcade. What a magpie you are. What's this? Oh, the crystal. I found it on the beach one day. Thought it looked interesting. Looks like glass. The structure's almost a perfect icosahedron. Twenty sides. Twenty sides. Like a Bellatrixian football team. Very complicated scoring. You don't want to go there. You just found it on the pebbles. Yeah, just lying there. The glass is slightly cracked. Odd. I thought it was an old paperweight or something. Ah! And if I'm not mistaken, this little device detects traces from ionic propulsion engines? No. That's a pocket calculator. Oh, don't be ridiculous. I know an ionic propulsion trace detector when I see one. What are you doing with this? It's embarrassing. All right, explanations later. If I can just connect up... Hey, what are you doing? A few tweaks of my own. Amplifying through this acoustic containment disc, rerouting through the sonic. Should give me a reading. Aha! Anything? Nothing. No anachronistic technology within a hundred miles. Sideways, up or down. Interesting, that. Very. Should it be glowing that colour? What? Oh, no. Uh, where are your feedback dampers? Um, I, I don't think there are any. Right. Then I recommend emergency protocol one. What's emergency protocol one? Duck! Are you all right? I am, <coughs> but my calculator's not. Oh, yes, well, you'll just have to work it out all in your head from now on. <coughs> all right, it's not a calculator. Whatever that thing is, it's either masking its signal, or it's not using much in the way of technology, or it belongs here. Sounds fair enough. We need a serious plan. Only one thing for it. Where's the chip shop?